here with an unlimited supply of misinformation, is Mr. Know-It-All. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Good Friday, everyone. Welcome to Locked on ACC from the northern reaches of the Palmetto State. I am Brian Milmer. I'm your host. I'm from FB Schedules and College Hoops Digest. Glad you are with us as we wind down yet another week. If you want to contribute to this year's program, you can do it very easily. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at LockedOnACC. You can tweet us there. You can DM us, whatever you'd like to do. You can also send an email, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter as well. I'm at Sports Matters. Not all ACC stuff there, but fun nonetheless. Another tournament throwback edition of Locked on ACC today as we look at some of the best years in ACC basketball history. Only four more of these left. So enjoy while you can. But for today, go ahead, jump in, belt up. Let's ride. Fun trip today as we take you back to the year 1991. Seems odd to say 29 years ago from 1991, but it was. Let's go ahead and tell you about what went on in the world in 1991. January 12th, the United States Congress passes a resolution authorizing the use of military force to expel Iraqi forces from Kuwait. Operation Desert Storm begins four days later with airstrikes against Iraq. January 18th, Eastern Airlines shuts its doors after 62 years in business, saying it has financial problems. March 15th, four Los Angeles police officers are indicted for the videotaped beating of Rodney King during an arrest. April 1st, Comedy Central is launched on cable television. May 14th, Queen Elizabeth II arrives in Washington, D.C. for a 13-day royal visit. Two days later, she becomes the first-ever British monarch to address the United States Congress. June 17th, the South African Parliament repeals the Population Registration Act, which is essentially apartheid. July 1st, Clarence Thomas nominated to replace Thurgood Marshall as the Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court. July 22nd, Mike Tyson arrested and charged with the rape of Desiree Washington three days earlier in Indianapolis. August 17th through 20th, Hurricane Bob hits North Carolina and goes north through New England, killing 17 people and causing $1.5 billion in damage. November 7th, the announcement. Magic Johnson announces his HIV status and essentially brings to an end his NBA career. And November 24th, Freddie Mercury, lead singer of Queen, passes away due to AIDS-induced pneumonia. Births in 1991, February 17th, Ed Sheeran. April 19th, Kelly Olenek, the Boston Celtics forward. April 20th, Luke Keekley, the just-retired Carolina Panthers legend. August 7th, Mike Trout. September 9th, country singer Hunter Hayes. October 10th, Michael Carter-Williams, late of the Sixers. December 5th, Christian Yelich. Deaths in 1991. January 28th, Red Grange, the Chicago Bear and Hall of Famer. February 6th, Danny Thomas, the man behind St. Jude, whose organization still does such incredible work. June 1st, David Ruffin, legendary voice, 
leaves us. July 1st, Michael Landon. August 5th, Paul Brown, legendary NFL coach. August 6th, Harry Reasoner, who was on CBS 60 Minutes and other CBS programming seemingly forever. September 28th, legendary jazz musician Miles Davis. October 11th, Red Fox, known for his comedic career and many wonderful sayings, including... You big dummy. October 17th, Tennessee Ernie Ford. October 24th, the legendary Gene Roddenberry of Star Trek fame. October 25th, Bill Graham, concert promoter, who promoted, among other things, the band's Last Waltz show in San Francisco in 1976. November 5th, Fred McMurray. And November 24th, Eric Carr, the drummer of Kiss at the time. The top three songs in 1991, number three, CNC Music Factory's Everybody Dance Now. CNC Music Factory, by the way, going on tour this year, assuming they're allowed to uh, <laughs> to go out. Scary. Number two, Color Me Bad's I Want to Sex You Up. And number one, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. The top three films in 1991. Number three, Disney's Beauty and the Beast, $346,317,207. Number two, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, from which that Brian Adams song emanated, $390,493,908. And number one, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, $519,843,345. So there's the world in 1991, now on to... ACC basketball in 1991, still just eight clubs, all but two of them made the NCAA tournament in 1991. Let's tell you how those teams wound up. Duke wins the league 11-3 overall, 32-7 for their record. North Carolina 10-4, 29-6 overall. Wake Forest 8-6, 19-11. NC State 8-6, 20-11. Georgia Tech 6-8, 17-13. Virginia 6-8, 21-12. Maryland 5 and 9, 16 and 12 and Clemson 2 and 12, 11 and 17. Your top 10 scorers in the league that year, starting at number 10, John Barry 15.9, Chris Corsiani 16.3. Yeah, I know we changed the order this time. Rodney Rogers of Wake Forest 16.3, Rick Fox of Carolina 16.9, Matt Rowe of Maryland 17.8, Dale Davis of Clemson number 5, he averaged 17.9 a game. Christian Leitner, 19.8. Bryant Stith, 19.8. Kenny Anderson, Georgia Tech, 25.9. And Rodney Monroe of NC State averaged 27 points a game in 1991. Your superlatives, player of the year, Rodney Monroe, to the surprise of pretty much no one. Rookie of the year, Rodney Rogers of Wake Forest. Your all-ACC first, second, and third teams, first team, Rick Fox of Carolina, Bryant Stith, Virginia, Rodney Monroe, NC State, Christian Leitner of Duke, Kenny Anderson of Georgia Tech, second team, Malcolm Mackey of Georgia Tech, Tom Gugliotta of NC State, Rodney Rogers of Wake Forest, Dale Davis of Clemson, still remember the way he was introduced, Chris Corciani of NC State, and your third team, Thomas Hill of Duke, Matt Rowe of Maryland, Bobby Hurley of Duke, Pete Chilcutt of Carolina, and John Crotty of Virginia. There's some names in that list. So there you have it, your look at the ACC in 1991. As I mentioned, six teams made the NCAA tournament in 1991 from the ACC. Everybody but Maryland and Clemson went to the NCAA. Very quickly, the 1991 ACC men's basketball tournament took place in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Charlotte Coliseum. Duke got a bye, so Duke into the semifinals. The quarterfinals 
NC State beats Georgia Tech in the 4-5 game, 82-68. Carolina over Clemson, 67-59 in the 2-7 game. And Wake Forest falls to Virginia in the 3-6 game, 70-66. Again, note, Maryland probably would have gone to the NCAA tournament. Were they eligible? They were not. The semifinals, Duke faces NC State. Duke eliminates the Wolfpack, 93-72. Carolina in a tight one over Virginia, 76-71. And North Carolina proceeds to stomp Duke in the championship game, 96-74. Carolina's 12th title, Dean Smith's 11th. Rick Fox, your ACC tournament MVP in 1991. So we've set the stage onto the NCAA tournament in 1991. We'll tell you about the six ACC teams that went, how they did, all that more coming up in just a second. This is Locked on ACC. Stay close. You are listening to Locked On ACC. Friday, April 10th, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer. I'm your host. We are now firmly into the NCAA tournament in 1991. So we continue our tournament throwback series. Some of the greatest years of the ACC. Part of our focus here on the Locked On Network. Some of the greatest years in our team's histories. The tournament locations in 1991. The East, the Cole Fieldhouse in College Park, Maryland. And the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, the Midwest, the UD Arena in Dayton, the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome in Minneapolis, the Southeast, the Omni in Atlanta, and Freedom Hall in Louisville, and the West, the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City, and McHale Center in Tucson. Your regional semifinal and final sites, the East, the Brendan Byrne Arena, and East Rutherford of the Meadowlands, the Midwest, the Pontiac Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. That seems like a a huge place to host a regional semi and final. I know that we've kind of eclipsed that these days and we have these gigantic arenas, but just thinking of the Silverdome and that big cavernous place where the Lions used to play, that's just crazy. The Southeast, the Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, the West, the Kingdome in Seattle, another big place to host a uh, regional semi and final, and the final for the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis, Indiana. On to the 1991 NCAA tournament. We'll tell you what all went down in the tournament. We'll start in the East. Carolina, the number one seed. They go to Syracuse. The Tar Heels take care of Northeastern in the first game, 101-66. An odd game right below them to determine who would play the Tar Heels. Villanova and Princeton in basically a rock fight. Villanova, the nine seed, gets a 50-48 to win That game kind of set basketball back a few years if you're one of these people who likes these up and down, you know, the the constant pace types of games. Good game nonetheless, though. So Carolina-Villanova in round two. Eastern Michigan, the 12 seed, beats Mississippi State, the 5 seed in Syracuse. They move on to the second round where they face 13-seeded Penn State. The Nittany Lions sent home the 4th seed UCLA Bruins, 74-69. The Eastern Michigan win, by the way, was by 20, 76-56. So Number 12, Eastern Michigan. Number 13, Penn State in round two. The bottom half of that bracket, another ACC team sent to College Park this time. NC State, the sixth seed, easily over Southern Miss, 114-85. They would move on to face third seed, Oklahoma State, who beat New Mexico 67-54. Temple, the 10th seed, knocks out seven-seeded Purdue by 17-80-63. And the 15th seeded Richmond Spiders, under the tutelage of Dick Tarrant, 
knock out the second seed Syracuse, then Orangemen, 73-69. So you have a 12-13 second round matchup and a 10-15 second round matchup. The bottom half, NC State, the sixth seed, Oklahoma State, the three seed, Temple, the 10, Richmond, the 15. Second round scores, Carolina eliminates Villanova, 84-69. Eastern Michigan over Penn State, 71-68. Oklahoma State over NC State 73-64, and Temple knocks out Richmond 77-64, setting up regional semis in East Rutherford, featuring top-seed Carolina and 12th-seeded Eastern Michigan, Carolina 93-67, the victor in that. Temple knocks out Oklahoma State in the other semi, 72-63, so Carolina-Temple for the East Region Championship, Carolina escapes. 75-72, the Tar Heels beat Temple. So Carolina beats a 16, a 9, a 12, and a 10 to go on to the Final Four. Now to the Midwest, where we had two more ACC teams. Georgia Tech, the first one, is the 8 seed. We'll get to them in just a second. Ohio State, the top seed, goes to Dayton. They beat Towson 97-86 in round one. On to round two, where they were they would face Georgia Tech. The Yellow Jackets 87-70 over DePaul in Dayton. So Ohio State-Georgia Tech in one second round game. Texas and St. Peter's, the 5-12 matchup. Texas wins 73-65. St. John's over Northern Illinois in the 4-13 game by 7. 75-68. Texas-St. John's in round two. To the bottom half of the bracket, LSU falls to UConn in the 6-11 game. UConn 79, LSU 62. They move on to the second round. Xavier over Nebraska, the 14 beats the 3, 89-84. So you have an 11-seeded UConn and a 14-seeded Xavier in round two in Minneapolis. Iowa squeaks by East Tennessee State, 76-73. Duke, the two-seed, the other ACC team, beats Louisiana Monroe easily, 102-73. So Duke, Iowa in round two. Your round two scores. Georgia Tech, the first ACC school eliminated. 65-61, the Buckeyes send home Georgia Tech in that matchup. Ohio State led by eight at the half. Never really looked back. Just two double-figure scorers for Ohio State. Perry Carter with 19, Jim Jackson 16. The Buckeyes, 24 of 65 from the field, 36.9%, 2 of 8 from 3, 25%, 15 of 27 from the line, 55.6%, and they won. Two Georgia Tech scores in double figures. Kenny Anderson with 25. Malcolm Mackey, 10 points, 19 boards for the Yellow Jackets, who shot just 24 of 65, 36.9%. Two of 11 from three, 18.2%. And 11 of 16 from the line, 68.8%. So in one of the uglier results you'll see in an NCAA tournament game, Ohio State advances onto Pontiac. St. John's beats Texas 84-76 and would move on to face Ohio State and Pontiac. UConn wins the 11-14 tilt, 66-50 over Xavier. They would advance to play Duke. The Blue Devils beat Iowa 85-70. The regional semis in Pontiac, St. John's, knocks out Ohio State 91-74, setting up a regional final matchup with the Duke Blue Devils. Duke 81-67 winners over UConn. Duke then eliminates St. John's in a fairly easily won game, 78-61, the Blue Devils beat St. John's Duke onto the Final Four. So we've covered two regions thus far, two ACC teams in the Final Four. See what I mean? Pretty good year for the ACC, huh? 
Two St. John scorers in double figures in that game. Malik Seeley, 19. Jason Buchanan, 15. For the St. John's club, who was 25 of 57, 43.9% from the field. 7 of 10 from 3, 70%. 4 of 6 from the line, though, 66.7%. If you only get to the line six times against Duke, that's a recipe for disaster, no matter what year it is. Bobby Hurley paces the Blue Devils, 20 points. Christian Leitner, 19. Grant Hill, 12. For Duke, who shot 52.1% from the field, 25 of 48, 5 of 13 from 3, 38.5%, and 23 of 28 from the line, 82.1%. So Carolina and Duke, on to the Final Four. We have two more regions to cover, the Southeast and the West. We'll do that next. You're listening to Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. Time now for more Locked on ACC. Friday, April 10th, 2020. We are looking at the 1991 NCAA tournament. We've laid out the East and the Midwest. Two ACC schools have advanced to the Final Four out of those regions. Now on to the Southeast. Just one ACC school in the Southeast, that being Wake Forest. We'll tell you about the Demon Deacons in just a second. Arkansas, the number one seed in the Southeast. They go to Atlanta. They dispatch of Georgia State, 117-76 in the 116 game. They advance on to the second round in Atlanta, where they would face Arizona State. The Sun Devils over Rutgers, 79-76 in the 8-9 game, Wake Forest appears in the 5-12 contest in Atlanta. They face Louisiana Tech and beat them by 6, 71-65. The Demon Deacons advance on to play Alabama. Alabama 89, Murray State 79 in the 4-13 game. So Arkansas, Arizona State, Wake Forest, Alabama in the first two second-round matchups. Pittsburgh beats Georgia 76-68 in Louisville. They advance on to face third-seeded Kansas, who beats New Orleans 55-49, another of those games that you probably don't want to go back and watch. So pit Kansas in one second-round game there. Florida State, another future ACC team, beats USC 75-72. They advance on to play Indiana, who beats Coastal Carolina in the 2-15 game 79-69. So pit Kansas, Florida State, Indiana in the two second-round games in Louisville. Arkansas eliminates Arizona State 97-90. They move on to the regional semifinal in Charlotte. They would face Alabama. Alabama takes care of Wake Forest 96-88. Four double-digit scorers for the Deeks that day. Chris King with 29 points to pace Wake Forest. Rodney Rogers 16. Randolph Childress 14 off the bench. And Robert Seiler with 11 for Wake, who shot 59.4% and lost. 38 of 64. Deeks 3 of 12 from 3, 25%. 9 of 14 from the line. 64.3%. Five Crimson Tide scorers in double figures, three of them with 21. Latrell Sprewell, Melvin Cheatham, Gary Waits, all with 21 apiece. Waits with a double-double. He had 10 boards. Robert Ory was 16. James Robinson, 15 for the Crimson Tide. They shot 48.6% from the field, 35 of 72. Nine of 18 from three, 50%. And 17 of 20 from the line, 85% for the Tide, who send home the Demon Deacons thus ending our ACC representation in the Southeast. Kansas beats Pittsburgh 77-66 in the bottom half of the bracket. Indiana over Florida State 82-60, setting up a chalk regional semi-pairing. Arkansas-Alabama. Arkansas wins the all-SEC matchup 93-70, sending them on to the regional final in Charlotte. 
Kansas over Indiana, 83-65. So Arkansas-Kansas in the regional final in Charlotte. And the Kansas Jayhawks, the victory there, 93-81 over Arkansas, sending Kansas on to the Final Four. One region remaining, that being the West, where we had the final ACC school represented. More on them in just a second. UNLV, the number one seed in the West. The Runnin' Rebels take out Montana 99-65 in the first round. The 116 game, they would move on to face Georgetown in Tucson. Georgetown wins the 8-9 game 70-60 over Vanderbilt. Michigan State beats Wisconsin Green Bay. They're now just Green Bay. 60-58 in the 5-12 game. They advance. They play Utah. Utah 82-72 over South Alabama in the 4-13 game. So two second-round matchups there of UNLV, Georgetown, and Michigan State, Utah, and Tucson. Got a little more wacky in Salt Lake City. Creighton beats New Mexico State 64-56. So Creighton, the 11 seed, advances. They play Seton Hall. The 3-14 game goes to the Pirates, 71-51. BYU gets to play in Salt Lake City as the 10 seed and eliminates Virginia, 61-48. Wasn't a home game, but might as well have been. Virginia led that game 22-19 at the half. BYU outscores the Cavaliers 42-26 in the second 20 to eliminate Virginia. Two Cavaliers in double figures. John Crotty with 20, Bryant Stith 13. They had 33 of the Cavs, 48. Virginia 18 of 65 from the deck, 27.7%. One of 15 from three, 6.7%. And 11 of 14 from the line, 78.6%. Quick, who had the only three-pointer in that game for Virginia? I'll give you one second because this is a podcast and we don't like that air. Time's up. Kenny Turner had the only three for Virginia. He was three of 17 on the day from the floor. One of six from three. One of two from the line. He had eight points, eight boards. Three in doubles. For BYU, Gary Trost, 13 off the bench. Steve Schreiner, 12. And Scott Moon, 10. For BYU, who shot 51.4% from the field. Just 2 of 5 from 3, 40%. And 21 of 25 from the line, 84%. BYU recorded 13 blocks in that game. 10 by Sean Bradley, the seven foot six future NBA player. Virginia blocked one shot. Continuing. Arizona over St. Francis of Pennsylvania, 93-80, setting up the two second-round games in Salt Lake City, Creighton-Seton Hall and BYU-Arizona. UNLV beats Georgetown in Tucson, 62-54. They advance to the regional semi in Seattle. They face Utah, who won 85-84 over Michigan State in the 4-5 game. Seton Hall beats Creighton, 81-69. The Pirates move on to face Arizona, who beat BYU 76-61. The regional semis, UNLV over Utah, 83-66. Seton Hall beats Arizona, 81-77. UNLV beats Seton Hall in the regional final, 77-65. The running Rebels, the final team in the final four. So we have two ones, a two, and a three. And the one playing the two is a rematch of the national final the year prior. You'll recall UNLV thumped Duke 103-73 in that game. Not the case here. Duke 79, UNLV 77, sending home the defending national champions. Duke scores a measure of revenge 
and beats UNLV in the first national semi in 1991. UNLV led 43-41 at the half. Duke storms back in the second half and wins the game. Anderson Hunt, 29 points for the running Rebels. Greg Anthony, 19. Larry Johnson, 13. UNLV, 31 of 68 from the floor, 45.6%. 6 of 15 from three, 40%. 9 of 15 from the line, 60% in the losing effort. Four Blue Devils in doubles. Christian Leitner, 28 points. Brian Davis, 15 off the pine. Bobby Hurley, 12. Grant Hill, 11. Duke, 29 of 56, 51.8%. 4 of 8 from 3, 50%. And 17 of 21 from the line, 81%. So Duke, on to the national championship game, where they would face Kansas, who denies us of an all-ACC final. 79-73, the Jayhawks sent home North Carolina. Kansas shoots 40.9% from the field. They place four scores in double figures. Adonis Jordan and Mark Randall, 16 apiece. Richard Scott, 14 off the bench. And Mike Maddox, 10 for Kansas. Randall had a double-double, 16 points, 11 boards. Alonzo Jamison, just one point shy of a double-double. He had nine points, also hauled in 11 boards. Hubert Davis led everybody with 25 for the Tar Heels. George Lynch and Rick Fox, 13 apiece. The Tar Heels, 28 of 73, 38.4% from the field. 3 of 18 from 3, 16.7%. 14 of 23 from the line, 60.9%. So Carolina gets sent home in the national semis. So we have Duke, Kansas for the national championship. And the Blue Devils get the victory. Duke 72, Kansas 65. Duke wins its first national title under Mike Krzyzewski. Also Coach K's first national title. Christian Leitner, the most outstanding player of the tournament. We'll tell you who joined him in the superlatives in just a minute. Three Jayhawks finish in doubles. Mark Randall, 18 points, 10 boards. Terry Brown, 16 points. Adonis Jordan, 11 points. Kansas, 27 of 65 from the field, 41.5%. 7 of 18 from 3, 38.9. 4 of 8 from the line, 50%. Duke, 4 scores in double figures. Christian Leitner, 18 points, 10 boards. Leitner was 12 of 12 from the line. Billy McCaffrey, 16 points off the bench for Duke. Bobby Hurley, 12. Grant Hill, 10. The Blue Devils, 56.1% from the field, 23 of 41. 6 of 10 from 3, 60%. And 20 of 28 from the line, 71.4%. So Duke your national champion in 1991, the first time that Coach K and the Blue Devils hoisted the national crown. Your all-tournament team, we mentioned Leitner. Joining him, Anderson Hunt of UNLV, Mark Randall of Kansas, and Billy McCaffrey and Bobby Hurley of Duke. Your all-region teams with ACC representation, the East, featured Hubert Davis and Rick Fox of Carolina, the only other players to make it, three in the Midwest. Bobby Hurley, the most outstanding player of the Midwest Regional. Thomas Hill of Duke joined him, as did Christian Leitner. So there you have it. Your 1991 national champion Duke Blue Devils, capping off one of the greatest seasons in ACC basketball history. Two teams in the Final Four. That will bring to a close this edition of Locked on ACC. Bring to a close this week as well. We want to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear, be sure to like, rate, follow, share, and subscribe. You can grab it in your favorite podcast grabber, whether that be Stitcher, Spotify, whatever else. We do ask that you subscribe because we like seeing that you're getting regular updates for the program. You can 
get notified as soon as we have a program that goes live for you to listen to. We also like knowing that your voice is heard as a listener. So make sure to like, rate, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody. Just make sure to stay six feet away from them. And while you're in Spotify or you have your smart speaker on, whatever else, be sure to check out the latest episode of Locked On NFL Draft. We've got some cool stuff coming up with Locked On NFL Draft. So stay tuned for draft previews. The draft just around the corner. We have you covered right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So until next Monday, this has been Locked On ACC. We will be back here with another tournament throwback edition on Monday. Just three left. And again, if you want to contact us, tweet us at Locked On ACC. Email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. Or tweet me. I'm at Sports Matters. Until Monday, I'm Brian Wilmer. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend, everyone. Have a safe one. We'll see you right back here Monday. Take care.